right, everybody, welcome back, or welcome to the show. Either way, it is heading back to the window, doing it college style with Scott and Scott. I am Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. And together, we make up heading back to the window, and that's exactly what we did last week on our college place. By the way, Scott, I'm getting ready to look at the odds there on a certain uh, offshore betting site. Did you know there is... You can take odds on which country will be attacked by aliens first. Yes, I did notice that. You did see I that? I believe the U.S. is favored. Uh, I saw that months ago. U.S. is a big favorite uh, at plus plus 1,000. They're, they're, the, uh, they're the number one betting choice on the board. Do you happen to know what the second betting choice is? Um, is it Canada? It is Greenland. Greenland, sir. Would not have guessed that one. I, does that sound like inside information to you? That that does, but I I'm not going to so. bet it. I think somebody know. I think that line that line stinks to me, Scott. I'm more curious what it's like for the actual sports book grader who has to make the decision on if the UFO was real or not. You know, there's a lot of questions. The market will be settled after confirmation by the NSA. If none are attacked by twelve thirty one twenty one, all bets are void. That's a waste of time and money if you end up getting it voided like that. I what are the odds are collecting? So the the bad news is the world has been annihilated and every major city is in flames. The good news is I got uh, France at twenty five at plus twenty five hundred. So mm-hmm. who's the real winner here, Scott? That's the real question. I don't know. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry. Usually the show goes off the rails, but usually it's on the rails to start. Today we just didn't even we're not even on the tracks. So. Well, you mentioned it. I I did notice that available a couple months ago. I did not. I did not. Uh, I was because I was I was looking for I was looking for WWE odds, and of course I looked under entertainment, and it was not there. But I did find the the alien thing. So if we end up bringing back a WWE show, I'm in for it. I think it'll be a fun thing to do. Well, I somebody somebody talked about it the other day in the comment section. And they requested it, and I'm like, yeah, that'd be a great idea. During the pandemic, we did have, I believe it was two WWE shows. Yeah, yeah we did a couple, and I talked to Dave about it today because he's like seriously a WWE mm-hmm. guy. And I said, yeah, dude, before the next big event, before the next pay per view, let's do a WWE show. He goes, well, it's this weekend. I go, well, well the next one. I go, that's perfect timing. He goes, okay, how about the next one? Hey, Joan's back. What's going on, Joan? It's uh, good to have good to have you back. We're uh, spending, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I probably I spend more time with you than I do my wife, probably, Rochelle. Between both of us working and, and everything, you know, and, and then it's. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, it, but you're welcome. It's not a good thing. Okay, it's, you're fine. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't mind spending a couple hours a day with you. I just rather spend more than that with my wife. But you know, I get that. So let's get rolling, buddy. Let's talk about the uh, top twenty-five. I was uh, waiting, kind of here for everybody to slide in. It's, it's, you know, they all got a break after our show. Come on, guys. We we didn't take much of a break. We came right back. We did good last week, buddy. We had, uh, we had, a, we each had three and zero weeks. As I went three and zero, as I had Presbyterian Marist over seventy-one and a half, Air Force minus two and a half, and I had. My old pal, the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers and Bailey Zappy, minus the 18. Those all came through. They took me three games over 500 now to 18 and 15. Missed the old me. day. Missed, missed the old day of miss, of uh, betting on. Uh, uh, I'm missing it. All good. 
Anyway. Okay. Um, I went three and zero as well. I had Air Force minus two and a half at minus one ten. I had Temple team total under fourteen and a half. Terrible weather. They only scored eight points. And I ended up having Marist in the final Theta Presbyterian minus thirteen, and they won by thirty plus. There you go. Takes you to uh, 19, 13, and 1 on the season. You're still holding that game and a half lead. With court, and of course, you're uh, two ahead in the all-important loss column. Uh, T-Train's riveted to the Clemson game. Scott, you missing the, uh, you, you watching the Clemson game? I am not at the moment, but I expected it to be a low-scoring grind, and that seems like what the game has become. See, here's the difference between you and me. I, I You watch games for fun. You, you, you will watch a basketball game you have no action on, right? Uh, yes, I, I love watching either the NBA or college basketball. I like college basketball more just for the actual yeah. atmosphere of it and all. But I watch almost no, no sports anymore unless I'm doing background work or I have a bet on it. I... Is St. Bonaventure a second-half team? Stay tuned for more information. What do you think about a three-teamer with Western Kentucky minus 10, Notre Dame under 59.5, and Boise State minus 27? Uh, my advice would be if you're betting three-teamers, try not to sell your house on it. Hmm. Okay. Well, let me let me look at it before you give your pat fucking snappy. Western Kentucky. There. Uh, that game I have to plead the fifth on at least for now. Uh, Notre Dame. The under. It's a little tricky because Notre Dame's defense has struggled against good offenses, against bad offenses. Not exactly. Well, I would say it's fared pretty well against uh, bad offenses. We saw Virginia with a backup quarterback last week do absolutely nada against that team. Georgia Tech kind of somewhere in the middle. I'm not a big Sims fan at quarterback, but I think he's okay. I guess I'd lean under there. I, I feel like it's a tough one, but Boise, do I want to lay 27 with Boise? That's the real question. I know New Mexico is a god-awful team, but Boise seems to have gotten it back on track. The total's 48, though. Do I really want to lay 27 in a total of 48? See, that's Boise is, to me, doesn't at least anecdotally doesn't strike me as a great cover team. I don't believe they are. Now, New Mexico got killed by Fresno uh, no, they're, last they're, week. They're 6-1 and one against the number. Wyoming, worst cover team in the nation, by the way, Scott. Uh, one, said, one, well, one, said Wyoming? I'm, I'm in New Mexico, rather. Sorry. Okay. In New Mexico. I'm sorry, I got, them, I, got my, I got my Mountain they're West. Both, they're both state. bad. It's fine. They are both bad. They're both in the Mountain West. But uh, New Mexico, 1-9 and nine against the number, despite just going 3-7 three, three and seven on the season. If, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm playing, I'm laying. But... Man, I would. Uh, uh, Twenty seven. It's not really a fun one, but you're hoping New Mexico scores basically less than. Uh, 10 I definitely check the weather in Boise. I don't know what it's. I don't know what it's doing. You definitely. It's 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 the time of year where you better be checking the weather in front of every game that you have. Yep. Uh, Irish twenty seven straight home game covers as a favorite. Is that right? It could be. Truth is, that's information to me, but I wouldn't be taking Georgia Tech in this game. No. No. I'll, I'll believe Jay Good, man. I'm, I'm my, you know, our people aren't going to lie in the comment section. We got we got the best commenters out there, dude. That that's, they find nuggets like this, write that shit down. Irish twenty seven straight home game covers as a favorite. Boom, there you go. Uh, Marco Regalado wants Zach Vaughn. What's up? You guys are both on Facebook. You guys know each other. Is it still Facebook or is it Meta now? Oh yeah, it's got the. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. It's I don't know what it, I don't know what it's called at this point. But anyway, we got a lot of games to go through. You want to get started? Whatever. What do you got plans? Well, we're usually here for an hour and change, so I figured you might want to get it all, get uh, the whole thing started. I just like to bullshit. I, just, I like to talk about nothing for ten minutes before we even get rolling. I do too, but I know this is usually the longest show that we have every week. Made by down Boise to twenty one. 
That's expensive, but I don't I don't disagree with it. I think that's a I think twenty one's a lot better than number twenty seven. Only losers pay juice. That's right, buddy. Um, okay, so we'll start with one that when I did this on uh, on Wednesday, I didn't have a line for it. So Mississippi State, uh, Tennessee State. It's going to be Mississippi. I think they're going to be the favorite here. I love the out of conference strength of schedule for these SEC. This SEC, this is this is this 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 SEC. These couple of weeks for the SEC, this fucking shit they throw in the middle. God, little palate cleanser. Mississippi State, you come back from Auburn, your reward, Tennessee State. Little, I mean, they little, earned it. Little, you know? little, they earned it. Little toothpick team there. Uh, I don't have a number. You got a number on this anywhere? Let me see if I can. Uh, I, I got oh, it. Let me see what I can get. Uh, if I do, it's not going to be available in most books. I'll tell you that much because this is definitely one of these extra games they'll add in probably either the day of or the night before. But yeah, let me check my. Uh, let, me let me check my grid. I'll check my grid and see what five dimes has. Uh, I don't see anything yet. Uh, sorry. Um, do I see anything here? No, I don't see a line. So, uh, uh, yeah, since I can't talk about it, Mississippi State and I don't know what the total is, but under. Screw it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm can't. I hate. Have I told you how much I hate the new Don Best layout, where they took away the names of the teams and just put three digit, three letter initials. You're not a fan of the acronym system. Uh, there's just, dude. There's fucking 350 college football teams. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't scroll. It's a lot harder to scroll for MST and TNT or whatever the. F- anyway, yeah. I don't have I, I there it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. I don't have a number. Sorry. I mean, this is kind of like the BYU Idaho State game that we talked about like a week or two ago, where we didn't know what the line was, but we're definitely not taking the F- the FCS team. No. No, for the record, okay, well, fuck it. I guess we're, we're each going to take Mississippi State in the over. Uh, I was kind of torn between the over and the under. I'm actually just doing <laughs> without some knowing what the number stuff. is. Without knowing what the number is, I'm doing some quick research on the actual Tennessee State offense. I got to go with the under. Okay. I, I I mean Tennessee State scored seven points against Austin P. I I don't think they're going to score any points. All right, fine. Um, and we're we're off to a great start, by the way. Yeah, well, we picked the game where there's no line because the SEC decided to pad everyone's records. Well, and here's the game that we talked about t- t- uh, that's going on tonight: Houston and Memphis. Uh, Houston minus eight and a half. I know, you know, I'm pretty much in on the record there as, as liking Houston. We just went through this like half an hour ago, but if you did not listen to that show, I like Houston. I know you like Houston. Yep. As for the total, I'm gonna go with the over. On principle, I, I can't take an under between Memphis and Houston. Agreed. I don't love this Memphis offense, but I think Houston does enough heavy lifting on their side. Did Wake Forest lose their quarterback? Uh, not to my knowledge. Uh, no, we're going to talk about that game. I find that line rather fascinating. Yeah, and by fascinating, we mean stinky and suspicious. Yes. Uh, UTSA ranked 22nd. We'll talk about the 23rd ranked team here in a minute. Uh, UTSA host UAB, another line that is fairly suspicious. Scott is UTSA, the road runners. Well, as far as I'm concerned, this is the conference title game. Four and a half, four and a half point favorites. Uh, yeah, pretty, it pretty much is 50. You can argue Western Kentucky, but that defense, I don't think is good enough to actually win a conference title. I don't know, bud. Don't go to sleep on them on offense. You know how that works. You know, I like the Hilltoppers, man. Big fan of Hills, big fan of Toppers. <laughs> big fan of Hills and then getting on top of them. Oh, Absolutely. Um, as far as, uh, as far as this game goes here, 
I don't know how to get away from you at UTSA in this spot. I really don't. Uh, uh, the only argument that you could have is the fact that, well, UTSA last week clearly had a look-ahead spot against UA, against uh, Southern Miss yes. because they didn't care. Right. So I'm not going to overreact to that. The only argument you have is that UAB's been there, done that before, mm-hmm. where this is definitely the biggest game arguably in program history up to this point for UTSA. Is that a fair statement? Uh, oh, no question about it. First time they've been ranked. Yeah, it's a lot of firsts for them this year. No question. So that's why you can make an argument that the pressure could get to them against a UAB team that kind of owns the conference, if you want to go through the last couple of years. Sure. But for that reason, I'm going to take the points. I think you'll see a close game throughout, maybe a field goal separating these teams. I like the under, though. I think you're going to see both these teams. We know UAB isn't exactly going to light it up offensively. Defensively, pretty good unit, but both teams love to run the ball. I expect a lot of running clock. A lot of long drives. Give me the under. I don't hate that. This is a uh, this is a UTSA team whose defense is kind of underrated. They've their their defense has kind of uh, saved it for them in, in a, a couple of games this season. They've given up just right at eleven points over their eleven points a game. Or excuse me, uh, no less than that. Yeah, so yeah, thirteen points a game over their last four. That's not too shabby. And UAB, like you said. They're a team that's never going to uh, light it up. They're going to want to run the ball. They kind of ran into a stone wall against Marshall last week, but were able to throw for 250 through the air. I don't think they're going to throw for uh, 250 against uh, UTSA. I really don't. I just think four and a half sounds a little bit too high for such a high-pressure situation for one of these teams. Right. By the way, uh, what UTSA already beat Western Kentucky once this year. Uh, yeah, that was the game that had like 98 points 98, or whatever. Yeah, 52-46 if I remember right, so... All right, so you you like UAB there? Yeah, I'm going to take the points. I think that UTSA is a team I really like. I hope they win because I like seeing new blood in any conference. Yep. But UAB has always been the top dog, and I do think that even though this isn't exactly the year for them, I do think it's a good spot for them to sneak up on a UTSA team that has all of the weight on their shoulders right now. If you come for the king, you best not miss, man. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. I like UTSA there. I, I can't. I can't. You know what? It's more. My of favorite a, plays the. My favorite plays the under. But. Uh, I think that's solid as well. Syracuse getting eleven and a half as they travel to North Carolina State. Thanks the face the twentieth ranked Wolf Pack. Fifty and a half is the number here. You know I've been slow to come around. You know that I like NC State. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Is the more the more I watch this ACC, the more I'm convinced that. North Carolina State is probably is certainly the most complete team in that conference. I don't think obviously their their offense can't match Wake Forest, but they got a little bit of a defense. Scott, they can play they can play some defense as well. And at the end of the day, I think that's uh, that's served them well. Syracuse absolutely shit the bed for us last week in Louisville. A complete, but how good is Louisville? Complete uh, you don't know because they beat Syracuse and Duke by about ninety. Oh, I don't know what they, they give up. Twenty six to twenty six to Duke. Thirty two to Duke. When sixty two, it wasn't was pretty. Sixty two thirty two was that game. Fuck I think you. it was sixty two to twenty two or twenty something. Was they didn't not? give up thirty. They gave up like low twenties. Still not good. Still not a good look. Uh, but for, Syracuse couldn't move the ball against them. That's what I'm saying for the team that couldn't. They threw for 46 yards, dude. I'm, I'm going NC State. Am I supposed to criticize them no. for losing a very close game on the road against Wake Forest? No, they hung tough. They lost. Yeah, agreed. It's, it's fine. I think they'll win and bounce back. I'm playing I'm playing the under there as well. I don't think, I don't think Syracuse does anything on offense. I agree. I think that this game has some type of 27-10 game written all over it. Yep, that's the vibe. That's the vibe that sounds about right as well. 
Uh, San Diego State plays UNLV tonight as well. San Diego State, 10.5 point favorites. Did we talk about that game? We did not. We actually did not have time to get to that one. But UNLV has been a little sneaky sneaky, but they've played some really bad teams. Yep. So I don't really know what to read into that, but they've been surprisingly competitive in their conference. They've lost a fair share of games, but they've been close in a couple of them. San Diego State can't move the ball, but they have a great defense. So I guess the question you have to ask is, A, will San Diego State's defense outscore UNLV's offense? And B, is UNLV going to really score anything of any kind? Yeah. They're kind of related. It's but a, that, that's kind of the question you have to ask. Yeah, it is. Because the San Diego State team, that for all their great on defense, they, they don't they create a lot of turnovers. They're just plus three uh, in, in the turnover differential. Part of that is they turn the ball over a shitload, too, which is really bad. Um by the way, San Diego Jake, State, even if they don't score, UNLV has long fields every drive because San Diego State has the best punting prospect in the history of college football. Which, which you know, we, you and I, we, we swear sometime when we have some time, we're going to talk about whether a punter or a kicker should be a number one pick. Or not, I would not take a number him one, in the first, second first round, round in a heartbeat. That guy is unbelievable at what he does. I can take him in the first round. Okay. If I can bet on an MVP for a bowl game, I'll bet the San Diego State punter for fun. Nice, nice. Jacob Houston likes Boston College minus one and a half against Florida State. I get that. FSU coming off that win against Miami. It's not even just coming off the <sighs> Miami win. It's a sandwich spot. They play Florida on the road next week. Correct. Uh, Complete sandwich spot. Florida State stinks. Yeah, I mean, Manny Diaz should have been fired already. That Florida de- State probably should have lost the game. They converted the fourth and 13 with about two minutes to go. Boston College is a team that's physical. They'll grind it at home. And you know that Florida State is still not a good team. Congrats on beating Miami. You're still not very good. Boston College physically should dominate in the trenches. I agree, especially in the cold environment. I don't like taking Florida teams in the cold East Coast, so I'll go with the under. I'll go with the under, and I'll take Boston College. God, this fucking Boston College offense. Jesus. It's bad. It's really, really bad. It is such a great situational spot for the Eagles. I get that, and I I watch that offense like, I can't fucking bet that team. Well, that's why I said the under, because I can't take an over with Boston College. God God bless you. I get it. It it certainly matches up with the the two Florida teams that they're playing in the middle and going on the road, and everything, everything sets up for that to be a big BC, but uh, we'll see. Um, As far as this game goes with San Diego State, Ish, you know what? I'll take UNLV walking through the do 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 back door. Give me the points. Yeah, give me yeah. give me the points, and yeah. I'll take the under. Uh, well, yes, I'm I'm all over unders today, but I mean I don't know how I'm not supposed to. San Diego State is just dreamt. Uh, that's what gamblers dream of when they bet unders. Yeah, they're the perfect under team. They don't score they go three and, and out. They punt the ball seventy five yards at a time. Their defense is great. I don't know what more you want. BC will give you an ulcer. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No question. Uh, well, and here's a game that may be a little bit different from the SDSU uh, UNLV game, Scott. It's going to be the Pitt Panthers, the number 18 in the nation, hosting the University of Virginia. Uh, Cavaliers? No, I was I was trying to think of something funny to say about the fighting Cavaliers, but I, I couldn't pull it. So, uh, Do we Pitt- know who's the quarterback for Virginia in this game? Because uh, Armstrong didn't play last week. I know he's questionable with a rib issue. But it's really tough to like Virginia if the backup scored no points last week. That's a little bit of an issue. So I am I'm gonna have to pump the brakes because I don't know who's gonna be the quarterback. Assuming Armstrong plays, I love the over. You kind of have to. Yeah. I don't know how you're not gonna like you're the con- over you're, in this you're, matchup. You're contractually obligated to love the over sixty six and a half in that game. But with the backup, I gotta go with Pittsburgh. 
All right, I'm just looking for to see if I've got a injury injury update here. He is not. And it's a cop out answer, but we have to give a cop out answer. It's about a full day before the game. I don't know who's going to be quarterback for Virginia. The backup isn't any good. Yeah. If our if Armstrong plays, give me the over. Yeah, he's still he's still questionable with that rib injury. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what? This Virginia defense is just so bad. Give me the over. Give me Virginia. Yeah. I'll gamble and assume Armstrong plays. Yeah. But after that massive collapse against North Carolina, in which Pitt won the game in overtime anyway, they were dominating for the entire first half and yet let North Carolina just sneak back into the game. I can't trust this Pitt team. I think they're poorly coached. I'll take the underdog. Okay. I hate I hate the hook there, but I'm I'm gonna play Pitt. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Uh... They they gave up thirty something to Duke. Yeah, I know, I know. So I'll go with Virginia plus the points. And you got the over there as well. I'm assuming Armstrong plays. Yeah. Okay. Number seventeen, Iowa hosting the Fighting Illini of Illinois. Iowa twelve and a half point favorites, thirty eight. I was uh, gonna say, forget about the spread. What's the total? Let's uh, get into these Big Ten totals. Jay Good says uh, Armstrong should cover, but should play. By the way. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Michigan State, Ohio State. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. We're getting there. Um, 38 is the number there. Yeah, welcome to the welcome to the Big Ten, Scott. Um, Under. I can't take an over in this game. What are you kidding me? Uh, every, every, every week they keep dropping that number. I every, was right about every... the Iowa over last week against Minnesota because both those teams occasionally generate big plays. If Illinois can't run the ball... They can't do anything. Yeah, and that's a, it's going to be a a, a definite uh, challenge for them to run the ball against this uh, Iowa defense that gives up uh, about three point one yards per carry. Hundred and I can't take it over. If I'm not sure if one of these teams is going to score. Yeah, yeah, and Illinois, you know they they're one eight and one. Um, as far as over-unders go, Scott. So you think of Iowa as being this big under-team, and Illinois is actually a, a more of an under-team, simply because, like you said, they don't score. They don't, they don't have a quarterback who's any good, and Bilma's going to run the ball 40-something times. So give me the under. Do I want to like 12 with Iowa? No, but I'm going to do it. I, I, I think Illinois is in a spot where they just won a game last week against Minnesota. I think that's going to be a letdown spot. Give me Iowa winning... 24 to nothing. Yeah, I got none. I want none of that. Uh, no Petrus. Um, I think they're better without Petrus. Other I, quarterback, Padilla, has actually looked okay. He's certainly not good. I'll take I'll take the uh, I'll take the fight in the line there. You like the under? Oh fuck yeah. 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 Like yeah. I, I can't take an over in that in that matchup. Oh, Jacob. Degenerate special. I love this army team, man. And they're not afraid of big numbers. They'll cover those motherfuckers. Minus 35 and a half. Again, a badly placed hook. What what number do you think Army finishes in there? Do you think they finish 56 or 63? That's the they're qu- not kicking a field goal. I, I say they miss one extra point. Uh fi- you're going 55? 55-10. Okay. Uh yeah. Yeah. Cool. UMass doesn't do well with regular with regular uh run de- run offenses. Uh, I'm assuming you don't have a number on this either. Texas A&M, Prairie View A&M. It's the battle of the A&M, Scott. Something's got to give. Are they playing on the prairie? I think they're playing either on the agricultural fields or in the mines. 
Well, if they're not on the if they're not on the prairie, then I gotta take a I gotta take Texas A and M. Yeah, we I don't we don't have a line on that. No, I think we should just skip games if there's no line on them. Well, I was hoping I was hoping by the time that we got and did the show, there would be a line. Yeah, I'm just saying. Future reference, we might go through them briefly, but it might just be easier if we just skip the games with no lines because I don't know what we're supposed to tell you. Find a line. Like what are we what are we supposed to tell them? I I don't know. Find a line. Bet the favorites. Pretty much. Okay, there you go. Who's your favorite team, buddy? It's your alma mater. Wisconsin oh hosts the Nebraska Cornhuskers. They remembered how to play football. <clears throat> Which one of them? Wisconsin. Okay. Nebraska's still terrible. But Wisconsin's in a winning streak. They haven't lost in over a month. Are they terrible? Scott Frost just got an, uh, an extra year. Uh, what are you doing, man? Nebraska's really good at losing close games. So I guess the first step is being competitive. The second step is doing everything wrong in the final five minutes of a football game, well, which first, is what first, Scott Frost specializes in. First step is knowing you have a problem, admitting you have a problem. And I don't think Nebraska's done that yet, Scott. I don't think they have either, but <laughs> he's been a disastrous fit so far. Yeah, he has. Um, just How not, many interceptions it, for Martinez in this one? I'm going three. Get a player prop on Martinez. You know what? This Wisconsin team... They've figured out how to succeed on offense, and that's... Run the damn ball. <laughs> that's exactly that's it. it. It doesn't matter who you have. Allen, I know Malusi's out, but Allen's been really, really good. So I don't think that's a big deal. Up yep. front, they're great. Defensively, top three defense in the country, in my opinion, and according to stats, they would agree with me. But I'm going to go with Wisconsin. It's in Camp Randall. What's Nebraska playing for? They've officially been eliminated from bowl game contention. What do they got? They got nothing. They got nowhere else to be, Scott. But you can't even make an argument like they're four and six. They have to win out. Like they they have nothing. The season's over. No, go home. That's a pretty that's a pretty tough stretch. Michigan, Minnesota, Purdue, Ohio State, and then Wisconsin. You had a buy in between there, so you had a week to accept the fact that you're not making it to a bowl game before getting killed again. So I don't know. Do you have any thought on the total? Because I kind of have to like the under because I think Nebraska's yeah, no. defense isn't that bad. Oh, the black shirt. But Wisconsin's been scoring some points the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Not insane amounts, but for Wisconsin standards, right. 28 is like 55. I just, I just think it's the new 55. I just don't think Nebraska does anything. I agree. Uh, Jacob Houston said Nebraska should uh, Wisconsin should steamroll Nebraska. Martinez is not level. But Nebraska's defense is okay, so you never know which Mertz you're going to get because he can be awful by himself. But up front, Wisconsin should dominate. I got to assume they win this game by at least 14 points. Little known fact, Martinez has been the starter for 17 years at Nebraska. Did you know that? Fun fact, he's still a junior. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. He's going to be back again next year. He's a redshirt junior. God. Like Mitch Lightfoot. Oh, been Jesus. around for 45 years. You know, when you start having a white beard, it may be time to go. <laughs> Get out of college. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. BYU, Scott, the fighting Mormons. They'll go anywhere to fight anybody. They're headed to Georgia to play Georgia Southern. The Eagles are uh, 19 and a half point, or excuse me, the uh, the BYU Cougs are 19 and a half point favorites. And the total here is a 57 and the hook. Um... Georgia Southern, we know, is a team that runs the option, or at least they try to because they're not very good at it this year. But BYU is a team that defensively has been up and down. They've also been known to occasionally play down to their non-conference competition. But this Georgia Southern team is so bad. They're, they are an awful team. I, I have to like BYU up front. We keep talking about the trenches. 
BYU's got grown men as their offensive linemen and their defensive linemen. I got to assume the Cougars roll. You know, my problem with the BYU Cougars, Scott, they don't play very well on the road. They're, yeah. they, they don't play many games on the road, and they don't play particularly well on the road. They're just one in three on the highway against the number. They're a long way from the tabernacle. This, uh, this Georgia Southern team, you know, like you said, they're not up to the standards they usually are, but they're a team that can still run the football. So McCall didn't play in that game, right, against Georgia Southern? No, he did not. He he was what I thought. And they they got buried anyway. Yep. He'll he'll be back this week. Um but as far as as far as this one goes, I'll I'll take Georgia Southern there. I think I just don't think BYU's that good on the road. I'll take uh I'll take the nineteen I'll take the nineteen and a half. I'm just not sure how many points Georgia Southern's gonna score because even with Coastal using a backup quarterback, they couldn't move the ball against this team. They scored eight points. I think they'll probably finish with around seven. I think that BYU has a chance to go for thirty. As long as they are able to prevent Georgia Southern from completely milking the hell out of the clock, I, I like Hall as a quarterback. They got good weapons. I like Algiers as a running back. Yeah, give me BYU. Okay. I like the under, though. I'm yeah, assuming you I, like the under, too. I, I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Georgia Southern can win an over game there, can cover an over game. Do, 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 do. They've got to keep that a knife fight for sure. Uh, I like internet, I like internet. I like SMU getting uh, ten and a half against Cincy. Yeah, we'll, we're going to get to that game, yep. but I think you yep. might I think you might be onto something. Mm, yeah, you're a braver man than I. If you can back Cincinnati in this stretch right here, Oklahoma number thirteen minus three and a half against Iowa State. This is supposed to be the biggest game of the year, right? Mm, for, the, for the Big Twelve, mm, you had the favorites to win the conference against the second favorites to win the conference. What can possibly go wrong? Did you see the crowd chanting for Spencer Rattler last week, Scott? I wouldn't have started chanting because when they left the other quarterback in, he was terrible. I don't understand the idea of cheering for the backup to come in. Don't you want the crappy starter to stay in the game? Why would you want the crappy starter to stay in the game? Well, because Oklahoma was on the road. It was, Oklahoma. It, was, it, was, it was Oklahoma fans. It wasn't Baylor fans. I thought, okay, I thought it was Baylor fans. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Yeah, with Grayson, uh, Jacob with Grayson McCall back. Yes, they should bury Texas State yes. if McCall's back. Yes, agreed, and he is. He so I thought it, I thought it was Baylor fans chanting that, and I'm like, why would you want no. somebody who could potentially beat you to come into the game? No, it was the Oklahoma. It was the Oklahoma okay. fans. Okay, then never mind. Yeah, this seemed like a little bit of an okie doke to you, buddy. I'm taking Oklahoma. So you're, I, you're, I just you're. I just don't know how I'm supposed to like this Iowa State team. I, th- you can make an argument Oklahoma's been underperforming all year long, and you're right, they really have. But what do I like about Iowa State? You just yeah. gave up forty-five to Texas Tech. Yeah, you would have said you would have said their defense. Their defense has been awful. I, I don't know what to like about this team. Offensively, I'm not a Purdy guy. Yeah. I like Hall. I think Hall's a great running back. I think Hutchinson's a good receiver. But defensively, they were supposed to be this unit, arguably the best defense in the entire conference, and they've been awful. They haven't I don't, been. I don't they know haven't what to been. Like they have been awful. Well, against some good competition, they've underperformed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's still, there's, you know, again, there's still, there's still a fine, a fine defense. They just, weren't. yeah, there's still a good defense, but giving up 45 to Tech is a red flag for me because this is not the usual Red Raiders air raid offense. Iowa State's covered five of the last six uh, against Oklahoma under under Campbell. Only lost. Yeah. Only lost. I, I'm aware that historically they've been good, but in this game, if truth is, if you're betting on either of these teams, you might want to go to a meeting because mm. I don't trust any of these teams. Yeah, but I'll go with Oklahoma at home. 
They're in Lincoln. Iowa State, though, you thought maybe they might go on a run of some kind just because they potentially have the talent. Lose to West Virginia on the road. You lose to Texas Tech. Sorry, they gave up 41 to Tech. Yeah. But you're looking at the road performances this year. They looked good early on. Then they ended up losing the last two to West Virginia. 38 points to West Virginia is not good. And 41 to Tech's not good. I think Oklahoma's going to just simply put score too many points. Yep, agreed. And as uh, as far as as far I, the, the, yeah, the oddsmakers are telling us these teams are basically even, and I just don't believe that's accurate. I think at preseason you might have had an argument because I thought Iowa State might be a sleeper, but I'm really not a Purdy guy. Do I like Oklahoma's quarterbacks? Williams, you know, I I was a big fan of, and then he struggled, but. I really don't like Purdy. I don't yeah. think he's very good. I'm with you, and, and you and I argued about that before the beginning of the year, and it looks like you've been proved out on that. I like to. I've watched him play. I, I've just never been impressed by. Well, his I, you know, I. <laughs> okay. I, I know you have too. I just, I just have watched him make stupid decisions time after time. Fair enough. As uh, so I hate historical trends, they mean nothing. You know, I think they matter when the coaches have a good read on each other. Yeah, give but me for the actual players. I don't hate five what? five of the last six. If you want to tell me what's happened yeah. since nineteen ninety three in college, no, that means jack shit to me. But yeah, yeah five but of the last I think six. That it might matter coach. for coaches because yeah. Campbell has been definitely a worthy comp- uh, opponent for Lincoln Riley. And his teams are very similar. And yeah, he's had success against Lincoln Riley in the past. Yeah, I know. T-Train saying he'll never put five cents in Oklahoma. My question for you, would you ever put five cents in Iowa State? Yeah, that's... I'm telling you, the move here might just be to pass. Sometimes the only way to win the game is not to play. And I'm going with the over because screw it, why not? Oh, you're you're on the over there? Give me the over, screw it. I've seen Iowa State's defense give up 30 plus points on the road numerous times. I don't believe, I don't believe in their offense at all. I'm, I don't blame you. I'm Once again, don't play this game. Play we implore you. We implore you. Tune into our betting show as we tell you not to bet. Number 12, Ole Miss. It's hosting Vanderbilt. I was going to say, I hope they play a real school. At least it's not an FCS school, technically. Well, it is a it is a real school. It's just not a real good sports school. That's not a good football school. They do, they do well at other sports. But for this one... Uh, Vandy has been a little uh, bad overmatched this season, Scott. It's one way to put it. They actually didn't get blown out by Kentucky as much as I thought they were going to. So there's that, which is uh, something. They, they've been uh, surprisingly good. Uh, yeah, they've they've won two games. They've covered four. You know that's what I look at. How many how many times have you uh, have you been able to cover there as a uh, as a, as a serious dog? I think the question you have to ask is how much does Ole Miss care? It's a question you always have to ask when you play a bottom feeder team because Ole Miss, if they want to, could probably score 70. The yep. question is, do they really want to? Yeah, this is an Ole Miss offense that's kind of struggled a little bit. Can we say that over the last three weeks? They've had a lot of injuries to skill position players. That's yes. true. Well, they've, and they've, they've been working without Corral, with Corral banged up. Mm-hmm. The uh, defense, though, was great against A&M. Yeah, which shocked me. Yeah, but that defense was great. Well, and they were and they were good against uh, against Liberty as well. Um, you know, say what you I'm want. Sorry, to... I'm sorry, against who? Against Liberty. Go ahead. Liberty, Liberty. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, but you know, say what you want about Liberty, and obviously they're not as good as they were last year. But Malik Willis was still was still a pretty good quarterback. He was awful in that game. He was. What they forced like two, three interceptions in yeah, that. He was. Yeah, he was dreadful. Uh, mm-hmm. They. Threw for just 173 yards, and that was a game they were behind most of the time. So, 
this is a really tough spot because a part of me wants to take the over because I think Ole Miss could score 60 by themselves. But defensively, this team could potentially stop Vanderbilt from scoring. So I don't really know what to think about this game. Oh, I wish it was 35 and not 36 and a half. Screw it. Heartbreaker. Give me Vandy backdoor and give me the over. Okay. But I once again, I this is such a tough game to pick. Um, last five games have gone under for Ole Miss. Four of the last five have gone under for Vanderbilt. So oh God, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Vanderbilt as well. I'm gonna play the under, and I'm gonna give okay. you, you the over. Cool. Uh, neither one of us believe in Ole Miss minus thirty six. Sorry guys, just a little too much. Vandy, if they win seventy to three, I wouldn't be surprised no. either. But you know. Vandy can't win. They start with a V. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, they, have, they have no. They have no chance. Uh, Oklahoma State uh, can't. Can't bet Oklahoma State either. Um, uh, we're okay. We're almost to there. Okay, Baylor. Baylor against K State. Scott. Um, Baylor was a small favorite early in the week. This has come down to pick them. Baylor ranked number eleventh in the country. K State, of course, unranked. Does the uh, does the system come into play here? You've got your unranked home team that's not favored, but they're not an underdog against the ranked team. Where where are we at here? I'm taking Kansas State. I, it's been a good system so far this season. It's not foolproof. I've lost a couple, but I actually have not kept tabs on how it's done throughout the entire season. I know for a fact it's profitable, and I'm sure you'd agree with that. Just yes. simply by selective recall. It's one more than it's lost. Yep, agreed, agreed. So I'm going to go with Kansas State. I can't get the Baylor performance against TCU on the road out of my head, probably because I bet them and I lost money, and then they beat Oklahoma the week after. But Kansas State, with Thompson back at quarterback, has been really good. And I like Deuce Vaughn. I think he's going to be a future NFL player. Uh, they have the other running back who – I'm not a big fan of Urban, but they use him occasionally as right. a, more of a bruiser. But Vaughn's clearly better. It's most of the line for me. They're just daring you to take Baylor. Like, just do it. You won't. I'm not going to. I'm going to take Kansas State. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. And I was looking at stats the other night, and Skylar Thompson, top 10 in a lot of quarterback stats in college football as far as uh, completion percentage, yards per attempt, things like that, things you, you probably wouldn't have, have, have guessed. So Kansas State, after the Snyder era, had a couple of really down years. Now this team is actually decent. This might be the biggest game they've had for a while. Of course, when Oklahoma comes to town, it's a huge game anyway. But I'm saying in general, this game actually means something yeah. late in the year. Kansas State hasn't had that luxury for several years. No, very true. Very true. Um, we did talk about that Florida State game earlier, uh, John. Uh, you guys liked, you liked BC there, right? I kind of have to. I think it's a classic sandwich spot for Florida State. But just because they beat Miami doesn't mean I think Florida State's good. I think yeah. they have the better quarterback in this matchup. I like Travis. I think that he's got a certain edge to him. But in the cold weather in Massachusetts, I'll go with Boston. All signs all signs point to BC, and I know the comment section liked BC, and I know you like BC. I hate that. I root for Florida I hate, State. I, hate that I just assume the worst. I hate that offense so much. I just can't get behind BC. So it's for me. I don't it's, blame you. For me, it's a pass. Uh, I'm going to play. I'm going to play uh, K State here as well. Scott, I think K-State has really been doing it with defense lately. Um, I like the under in this game, yeah, which I, think, I feel – I'm trying to think we've even taken an over up to this point, but 
I did with the Ole Miss game. We have been few and far between with the overs. Yeah, I have to go with under because Baylor's defense has been good. They love to run the ball as well. And we know Thompson's a very good running quarterback. Yep. Throwing, he's okay. I wouldn't say that he's a quality he's arm. Be- he's way better than you think, buddy. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. I just think Baylor's defense is okay, so I'm going to go and take the under. Yep, I'm, I'm with you. I think I think both of those defenses Give do, me 23, do a nice 20. job. 23-20? Okay, yep. good, good enough. Uh, now the game we were talking about earlier, Wake Forest headed to Clemson to take on the Tigers. Wake Forest ranked number 10. Clemson, man, minus four and a half, 56 and a half is the number. They kind of split the difference the, the difference between the uh, the team that can't stop anybody, scores all the time, and the team that can't score and stops everybody. So This is the ultimate test of faith game. It is. Just because it is straight up telling you Wake Forest is not going to win this game. Yep. Are you taking Clemson? Yep. That's really what it's telling you. They're daring you to take the forest, Scott. Daring you to take the forest. Are you falling for it? Clemson gave up no points offensively to UConn. How am I not impressed by this defense, right? I mean, I don't know what. Oh, God. This is such a game where if you're going to bet money on it, I can understand why people love Clemson. Because this is the classic spot that I always talk about. You have the home team that is Clemson's unranked, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. So you have the unranked team favored by four and a half, which just sounds absurd against Wake Forest. This Wake team, I like. I faded them the last couple of weeks. Mixed results. But, oh, God. I have no idea. This is just such a Well, you're quite an addition spot. to the show, young fella. Thanks very much I know. for stopping by. Can you, go, can you go first? Maybe you'll sway me. I can go first. You know, this the worry, obviously, is this Wake Forest defense that gives up fucking points to everybody. I think over is the play here. But if you're asking me to get behind a team that's given up 193 points over their last four games to legitimate teams, not counting Duke, you're talking. You're talking about what forty-eight and a quarter points a game, right there. Mm. Oh Jesus! And you know, Clemson. We we roast their offense. They've actually found a little something. Not counting the UConn game, but they put up thirty on Louisville. They put up thirty on Florida State. Uh, Uangalale maybe finding a little bit of mojo there. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Give me Wake. Give me Wake Forest. Give me, give me the better offense over the better defense. I think it's I'm just it's going yeah, to be I'm, a shootout. I'm just going to do it for fun. Give me Wake Forest money line. Clemson a little bit. Clemson has been a huge under uh, team this year, except for their last three games when the offense has found a little something, and they've played three straight overs. So yeah, I'm just going to have some fun with this. Wake Forest is an entertaining team. I'm rooting for them. Give me them on the money line. But Clemson's won three in a row against Florida State, Louisville, and UConn, as you said before. Florida State they won by ten. Friendly reminder, that was the lateral fiasco. So they really won that game by four. Right. And they really only scored 24 points in that game. And they were lucky. They were lucky to, believe it or not, but in spite of the final score, they were kind of lucky to win that game. They certainly certainly could have gone the other way. Right. They covered technically, but they did not play well in that game. Louisville, they won. That was close throughout. And truth is, DJ didn't play well last week against UConn. He did not really look that good. They ended up winning the game anyway. I think Wake Forest offensively has enough to keep Clemson's defense on its toes. Is it going to be a close game? Yes. Can Clemson win the game? Yes. But four and a half does seem a little bit too high. 
for a team that really struggled to beat Louisville and Florida State. So what do you got? I'm taking Wake Forest plus the four and a half. Wow, you're fading your own system. I said money line for fun, but okay. yeah, it's a, I'm fading the system. Once again, if Clemson wins, they'll just punch me in the face. I just I don't I don't trust Clemson to win by margin. I just can't do it. I'm taking the I'm taking the over. Uh yeah, I agree. There's, I want no part of an under game involving Wake Forest at all. Clemson's been huge to unders. Wake Forest has been huge to overs at the half. No. Because usually you have about 80 points at the half. So I'm going to take the over. Okay. Game they were talking about earlier, Oklahoma State uh, on the road headed to Lubbock to take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Guns up, Scott. Uh, Oklahoma State minus 10, 56 and a half is a year total right there. Um. How you feeling about them Cowboys? Are they for, are they for real or not? I don't know how Texas Tech's supposed to cover. Both their announcers got suspended for this game. <laughs> you hear that story? I saw the headline. I didn't read the story. They they were questioning. Let's just say the quality or the unbiased nature of the officials, and they used the actual names of all the officials. <laughs> and the commissioner decided. Yeah, you're, we're going to put you in timeout for a week. So Texas Tech has no announcers that I know of for this game. But Oklahoma State's been killing people. I don't really know what else to say. They've been a complete one-man wrecking crew, which seemed to come out of nowhere. The defense we knew was good. The offense randomly just decided to become a world beater. I'm not sure when that took place, but it happened. All right. I'm going to take Oklahoma State. Got to. Um, yeah, this uh, the game... Against Iowa State last week kind of gives me pause a little bit, but not enough. I think Oklahoma State. I just think I think Iowa State's just a fraud. Uh, I know you were looking forward to another opportunity to bitch about Iowa State, so that's fantastic. I'm just saying, I think they're a fraud. You know, Oklahoma State's been playing great, and it is what it is. Putting up, a, they're they're putting up a shit ton of points in this uh, this tech. Jay Good, exactly. The officials' names are printed in the game program, so I didn't care they used their names. I guess the argument is. You made it more accessible to the public, but the Big 12 shocker took the side of the officials and they ended up suspending the broadcasters. T-Train says the other game he likes tomorrow is West Virginia minus three over Texas. The only thing I Texas. the only thing I worry about there is I'm finally getting the fuck off of Texas. I think I've bet on them the last three weeks because they surely they're going to snap out of it, you know, because they're Texas and they've done nothing of the sort. So they're fucking dead to me right now, which means they will almost without question cover. That's the only. That's my only. Who had as who had? It was a guy who had Kansas plus thirty and a half last week. I agree. I like West Virginia. In addition to Texas just being bad with Sark, Robinson's probably out for the rest of the year, so they're missing their best running back, arguably their best offensive player. And defensively, they gave up fifth. What they gave up fifty four to Kansas. Yeah, that's not good. Give me West Virginia. Take me home, Country Road. There's a fucking understatement of the week. Take me home, Country Road. Giving up fifty six to Kansas. That's not good. Yeah, I don't give a shit how many overtimes you play. Uh, I'm playing. I'm taking the over in that game too. Oklahoma State uh, offense has been hitting on all twelve cylinders lately. I agree. Texas Tech's defense is useless. Not good. Ja Tech heading to Notre Dame. Notre Dame covered a shit ton in a row, as we found out earlier. Uh, when they are the favorite, they cover. A favorite uh, at home. At home, at home. That's correct. Uh, they are number eight in the country. Seventeen is the number. Fifty-nine is your total. The Ramblin' Rex, Scott, they've shown some signs of life this season as the players start to get in from the uh, from they start to, you start to get rid of some of your triple option guys. I'm just going to ask you straight up for Georgia Tech. Are you a fan of Sims or no? 
I don't know. At the end of the day, I'm not. I want to be. I want to be. But I, I'm I not sure if he can throw. Very, very fast. I just don't think he's a great pocket presence. No, he's he's not a guy that's going to uh, that's going to beat you uh, with his arm. I think he's thrown for 300 yards, fuck, like one time this season, maybe against Virginia or Duke or something like that. Against Virginia when they were down like three touchdowns and almost had one of the greatest comebacks of all time. Yeah, fell short, but he had a, he had a lot of yards in that game. Yep, yeah, but other than that, I and... just don't, don't know what to like about Georgia Tech. I mean, they had to give up 41 points to Boston College. Yeah, that's that's you have forty-one points to Boston College. Really, I, I don't know how that's even possible. That's you were at home. It wasn't even in Boston College. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's that's a, that's a terrible, terrible effort. And you know, every week I, we talk about this another Dame team. I don't know how good they are. Blah blah blah. All they do is go out and win and fucking cover. So they win. They're not impressive when you watch them on TV. Nope. But what you'll notice for what for Notre Dame, they wear you down. Yep. Over the course of sixty minutes. I think they'll win this game by three touchdowns. Give me Notre Dame. I'm agreeing. I'm I'm with you. They have uh, they have won and covered five straight, and uh, at the end of the day, this team's nine and one on the season. They are uh, fucking uh, seven and three against the number. So I root against Notre Dame, but they've been good. I, I have to admit that. Well, touchdown, Jesus, buddy. Mm. As far I'm going as the, with the under, though, as far as the total I, goes, this Notre Dame defense too good. Yeah, I'm going with the under because even though. Uh, Georgia Tech gave up 41 to Boston College. Notre Dame doesn't exactly go quickly. And mm. I think that Georgia Tech's offense will do next to nothing. Agreed. Michigan at Maryland, Scott. We've been sold Trap this, game. We've been sold this bill of goods before. How good Maryland is at home. They're a different team at home than they are on the road. Maryland, and- if the end if the college football season was about four weeks every year, Maryland would be a top ten team in the country. And then with Loxley, they will guarantee fall apart for the final seven weeks of the season. It happens every year; it never changes. Well, there's a, there's a there's a few teams that are like that, but yeah, Maryland certainly comes to mind. Uh, Michigan team playing good good playing good ball right now. Scott, I've been pretty impressed by their defense. And I gotta take Maryland in this spot, right? You have to take Maryland yep. in this spot because of because You're of the next week's ultimate game. Ultimate look ahead to Ohio State next week. You yep. have to. Yeah. There's no way Michigan's not already prepping for Ohio State. Well, and you got to be. And you, you know, you have a possibility of a letdown spot as they beat Penn State. That was a game they had to have, and that was a big game. They went on the road and beat the Happy Valley Kang. Um, so, I just have questions about Michigan's offense. I get that this team is very good at running the ball. I think that their quarterback play has been okay. McNamara has been okay. I don't think he's been amazing, but he's fine. But I have a bit of an issue with the idea that Michigan laying 15 and a half with Ohio State on deck, especially with Harbaugh, isn't already just looking ahead to the game, don't you think? Well, they'll tell you that they're not. If you're looking at Maryland, they're 5-5, five and five, so they need to win one game to make it to a bowl. And this is going to be senior day because this is the last home game they have of the year. So I think the game is definitely going to be an emotional one for Maryland, and they'll get up for it. Once again, you're kind of picking Harbaugh to choke in a big moment, which is always a fun thing to do. Yep. But I'm going to go with Maryland plus the points. It really does seem like a prime letdown spot for Michigan. Yep. Uh, Vandy does have a very good baseball team. Yes, absolutely true. Well, at least they're good at something. We had uh, Brandon Finnegan from the Royals. I actually went from pitching in the College World Series to a won the College World Series, won the uh, – 
Well, when it comes Major to Vandy, I think of I think of Walker Buehler, I think of Dansby Swanson. They David, had a couple David, of first, David, number one picks. David Price. David Price, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I, I can't I can't get behind this Maryland team, dude. I just I just can't. It's fine it. if you can't. I'm looking at the spot. I get it. Yeah, I totally I totally get it. Uh, they just can't fucking score at all. I don't I don't know what they're going to do on this Michigan defense. Well, I like uh, the under. So yeah, absolutely. Um, Maryland, by the way, eleven and a half point dogs. Michigan State didn't cover. Penn State, 10-point, didn't cover. 22-point, Ohio State, didn't cover. It means uh, they're due. <laughs> it means they're due. I want no part of that. Give me Michigan. Look ahead spot or not. I I, think, I don't think Maryland will let them look ahead there. I see somebody asking about uh, boxing, even though this is the college football show with Terrence Crawford. <laughs> yeah, why not? He's a huge favorite. Crawford's pound for pound top two boxer on the planet, maybe with Canelo. So, yeah, I don't mind him beating Porter. Porter's a tough guy, though. I don't mind by decision. Okay. Um, Cincinnati. 11.5 against SMU. We talked a little bit about this earlier. One of my one of my favorite plays, I think. Give me SMU. Got to. How do you how do you how do you back Cincinnati right here in this? That spot? UCF defense was playing well, and then SMU dropped 55 on their head. Mm-hmm. So SMU's defense. Uh, Brownsbacker, yeah, Lomachenko, but he's he lost the belt in his last fight. So I do think he moved down some ranking spots there. But anyway, uh, I really have a hard time trusting Cincinnati when they haven't covered in what a month. Uh, start starting with the Navy game. I think I think they've failed to cover five straight. If I'm not if I'm not four straight, they uh, they covered against UCF. So and then, and then the Navy game, they've they've failed four four straight. So so I'm gonna go with SMU. I think that. Of course, every team in the conference has Cincinnati circled on the calendar mm-hmm. because that's the game. Give me SMU. Yeah, this really is the game, though. Mm-hmm. This is a huge game for Cincinnati, too. Ironically, uh, I need to... ironically, ironically, what if SMU beats Cincinnati, they'll have enough clout and enough and probably enough standing to uh, make Cincinnati get to the number four spot if they wouldn't have already lost to SMU. Yeah, it's a real conundrum. It really is, but I'm looking at SMU. I like the over. I have a hard time taking under with SMU being involved because I do think you'll see a lot of points here. Yep. Cincinnati's defense has really been underwhelming for the last month, which is a huge reason why they haven't covered this many num- this many numbers over the last month, if any numbers over the last month. So give me SMU plus the points and give me the over. I also don't think uh, Cincinnati quarterbacking has been uh, top shelf here in the last month. I criticized so. Ritter for the last couple of months because every time he throws the ball more than 20 yards, it's inaccurate. Yeah, they couldn't cover at South Florida starting a freshman quarterback. Exactly. We were on the absolute wrong side of that. But, yes, you're correct, Jacob. No, I thought I thought we both liked South Florida in that game. Uh, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, on the other side. Uh, Jake, when we was the last time since that game? When was the last time since he covered five games ago against uh, uh, was Central, that Temple? C- Central Florida? Central Florida. Yep. Okay. Whatever. Yep. And they failed to cover four straight, uh, all twenty point plus uh, spreads. By the way, Michigan State on the road heading to the shoe. Scott take on number four ranked Ohio State. Michigan State ranked number seven. This is another funniest line nominee when it comes to betting lines. This is such a meme. Separated by just three points in the ranking. Separated by nineteen points in the spread. Hmm. Not exactly a pretty site there. That's that's why we criticize college football sometimes for being extremely top heavy, because a team that's about to give their new coach or their most recently hired coach a seventy five million dollar extension is projected to get his ass kicked. 
It's like watching team that's three spots. It's ahead. like watching women's college basketball in the tournament, the number one versus the number four seed, and the spreads. Uh, oh, they're twenty and twenty-five. Yeah, I mean yeah. it doesn't even matter. But I'm looking at this matchup, and the question is: Can Michigan State get a stop? Is Ohio State's defense going to get a stop? I don't know if Ohio State's defense is going to get enough stops. So at first glance, you got to consider Michigan State because I don't want to lay this much with Ohio State if they really are going to get many stops because Purdue really moved the ball on them and Michigan State should be able to do the same. I love the over in this game. I think you'll see a bunch of points. Give me the points. I think Michigan State's going to lose this game by 17. Okay. Um, but I like the over. It, do, it does seem like a sucker line. It seems like they are... It does seem like a sucker line, but I do think Ohio State's defense isn't good enough to be laying this many points. They are daring you to take Michigan State. Scott, yep. you have fallen for it. I'm not falling for it. Give me Ohio State to cover that number. I also like the... Uh, you know what? I'll play the under. I'll th- I think that um, Ohio State defense has something for him. I'll play the under there. I think Ohio State will be covering in the fourth quarter. I'm kind of just hoping that Ohio State goes ball control offense to just milk the clock, and Michigan State goes backdoor. Okay, fair enough. Number three ranked Oregon. Here's another one, buddy. Going on the road to play the number 23 ranked Utah Utes. What is a Ute? Did you say Ute? Yes, we we will do that joke every time. That's right. Jay Good Mm -hmm. says Michigan State. Uh... Saying they're good as underdogs, but I mean, U- I'm looking at the spot. Ohio State's defense, I just think, is going to give up 30 plus in this game. Utah minus three and a half, Scott. Wait, Oregon's the number three team in the country. What's that? Well, how can they be an underdog? I'm taking Utah. I kind of have to, right? They're going to need to take Oregon. All these lines have booby traps written all over them. And I might have taken the banana in the tailpipe for the Michigan State one, but for this one, I'm going with, I'm fading the Ducks. I love Utah. Utah is a really, really fun team, and they've been falling. They've been under the radar all year long. Yep. They were our dark horse candidate to win the the Pac-12, if they even count as a dark horse candidate. But we both just like them. Right. Oregon. I'm not a. I'm not an Anthony Brown guy. Oregon will always play with its food in every game, even against the bad teams. Against California, it was close. Washington State, it was close for three quarters. Utah is a team that I do think is extremely dangerous. And I do think that even when the quarterback left the program with Brewer, their new quarterback's been good. Yeah. Ryzen's been good. Yeah, he has. So I'm going to go with Utah. I think that this definitely has a game where the public is going to chase, take Oregon at night, mm-hmm. and get buried. Yep. You? I agree. I agree. I think it. Uh... I think I think Utah has enough form on the offense. I don't think this Oregon defense, at the end of the day, can shut them down. Is Oregon's defense good besides Thibodeau? The secondary, I think, is okay. Yeah, I think the other guys are just a bunch of mediocre players. Linebacker, linebacking core has missed a lot of tackles this year, bud. Yeah, I was gonna say the linebackers in particular, I don't think are very good. <sighs> Give me the over. Yeah, I think so. You and I have agreed more than we usually do today. Utah is currently minus three. Is it down to three? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I see three and a half in some spots, but I see three. I still like them. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Alabama laying 20 and a half, the number 21 ranked Arkansas. That's there at Legion Fields. That's, is that still 20 and a half? Well, did Bama technically have a bye last week or no? Because they played New Mexico State. Does yeah. that count? Oh, God. Yeah, they. I don't think anybody's worn, worn out too much. Um, 
I like this Arkansas team. I like. I think they're. Uh, I think they're a little bit ahead of schedule. I don't think I'm taking Bama. Maybe expect them to be this good, but this is what Bama does. This is the time of year. Oh no! A ranked team getting three touchdowns against Bama. They'll keep it close. They'll lose by ninety. We've seen it's the same story we, every damn year. We have year. seen this movie before, and we've seen it at this time of year. This is when all those when everybody in the nation starts going, "Fuck, really? Is Bama going to get in there again?" And yeah, they are. And this is how they do it. They blow out good teams like they're going to blow they out. They ramp Arkansas. themselves up in November, and they usually put the pedal to the metal. So I think they'll end up killing. I see this one forty-five ten. Give me the under. I'm going to go with the under two. I think Arkansas's defense is definitely inconsistent, but I do think that Bama is going to try to run the ball. I think that Arkansas will try to force Bama to go through some long sustaining drives. It might not help because Bama's receivers are just so damn fast. I don't think that Arkansas's secondary can keep up with them. Give me the under, but I think Bama rolls. Yep, agreed. Uh, Jacob brings up a great point. I like the 20 and a half. If Arkansas was getting 21 in the hook, then uh, yeah, might be a different That key situation. number is definitely important. No question about it. That is a very key number. And we'll finish it up with a whimper, not with the bang, Scott, as we've got no line on this Georgia-Charlotte-Southern game. So, fuck it. Bet, Charlotte to, bet, bet Georgia to cover in the, uh, I don't know, the under. Because Charlotte's going to score nothing. That sounds about right. Team total under five or whatever the fuck you can get that at. That team fell off a cliff. Charlotte Southern. Charlotte St- Southern. Yeah, they fell off a cliff. Not good. Fell okay. off a cliff. Okay. Were they good at one point? I'm assuming they peaked in like 1975. Okay. Very good. Uh, all right, guys. So that brings our show to the close. The only thing left to do here is for you and I to lay out our three favorite picks. And Scott, I don't give a shit what you did last week. I only got one thing to say to you this week, and that is a loser's walk. So, for the first one, I'm going to be taking a total, a full game total, something full, that I haven't a done in a while. full game? And it involves your team. What? Missouri and Florida. Oh, God. Give me the over 69. Nice. At minus 108 if you like to bet online. A couple reasons why Florida offensively has been good this season despite all the issues. Averaging 33.5 points per game. Missouri is averaging 31.5 points per game. So, even though that team is also terrible, Offensively, they've been okay. Florida has allowed at least 40 points in three of its last four games at home. It allowed a Samford to score 52 points as that game landed 122. Missouri's defense is a mess, allowing 35.9 points per game, which ranks 117th in the nation out of 130 teams. And Florida, last but not least, is averaging 227.7 rushing yards per game, while Missouri is allowing 249 rushing yards per game. I think Florida is going to score 50 in this game if they want to. I think they're going to score minimum 40, but I think there's multiple ways to cash in over here. Florida's defense is a mess. The offense is good. Missouri is the same exact way, and I do think you'll see a bunch of points in this game. Give me the over. Where you got it at? What's your number? 69. 69. At minus 108. How could I forget that? You know what? what you um, well, I think that I, I will not uh, I will not draw this out since you brought up that game. I'm going to take a play from the same game. However, I'm going to fade my alma mater, Scott. I am going to fade the Missouri. I think Tigers. they're correlated because you're you're just penciling Florida in for fifty. I I, I, would, I would be stunned if they didn't score fifty here. This is a Missouri defense that is historically bad against the run. They are awful, 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 and Florida. They don't do a lot right, but they can run the ball. They average six yards per carry. 
They are going to have a fucking field day. A 330-plus rushing yards incoming. Against, uh, oh yeah, yeah, 300-plus for sure. Uh, this is a game, at one point, I toyed with the idea of going to see. I want to be... You should go for fun. You're going to see 80 points. Nowhere near this this contest. It's, it's a I'll, home, bet the, I'll bet the drive props. Home game for Mizzou, don't give a shit. Yeah, if you have access to drive props, you should absolutely load them up. Give me Florida minus the nine over my beloved Missouri Tigers. And if you want to parlay the two, I don't mind that either, wouldn't, but I'm going with the over just to be safe. But Brownsbacker asking why I'm not doing a first quarter play because I hit one last week. That's actually false. I had a first quarter play in the NFL. So stay tuned for the NFL show tomorrow. Maybe I'll have a first quarter. Play. That's right. Yeah. But Qu- looking. Yeah. yeah well, I was just, just going to say quick, a quick reminder that we are doing our NFL show tomorrow at the regular time, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. So, so looking at the second play that I like, it's going to be a, a matchup in a game that somebody asked me before. Western Kentucky minus 10 against Florida Atlantic. I say, I don't want the 10. Because I found nine and a half at minus 115 on FanDuel. A couple reasons why I like this play. First of all, nine and a half is a gift. Every other book has 10 and a half or 11. And yet FanDuel is giving you nine and a half. I'll take that all day, every day, twice on Friday. And a couple reasons why Western Kentucky has won each of the last five games by at least 15 points. Florida Atlantic has lost each of the last two by at least 14, including a 16-point loss to Old Dominion last week which is a really poor showing. Florida Atlantic, terrible on the road, one and four straight up. And each of those four losses have come by at least 14 points. I expect Zappi to go for 350, 400 plus yards. And I think that Florida Atlantic's offense is a mess right now. Give me Western Kentucky minus nine and a half. Oh, you know, I, you know, you know, I love that one. It's a, uh... I got to, I got to go with Zappi, man. Guys, guys, a king. Yeah, he he really is. If if you haven't if you haven't had a chance to see this team play, uh, much like we much like we advised you to watch uh, Pimpleton um, mm. the other night, I advise you to watch uh, Baylor's Bailey Zappi as well. It's mostly just fading Florida Atlantic on the road when you're when your four road losses, including games against Old Dominion, are all by fourteen plus points. You are just a disastrous road team. It is what it is. Yep. Yep. Absolutely true. My second play is going to be from the fun belt, Scott. We're going to play the Arkansas State Red Wolves and the uh, Georgia State over. Uh, it better be an over if you have Arkansas State. In 65, and, 65 and a half is the, be- is the best number I've got there. Granger danger. Yeah, this is, this is an Arkansas State team. You know, you talk about the Mizzou defense being awful and uh, this Arkansas State team is awful as well and uh the, the defense and the arc now the offense has kind of sputtered here lately but i think the uh georgia state defense is going to be uh, good for what ails them this is a, a situation where they've kind of they kind of over adjusted as far as making the totals too high in arkansas state games and have actually hit the under here a few games in a row i think that number has finally called, fallen back into a, a playable range so i will take arkansas state georgia state over 65 and a half yeah, I think if you're taking an over, Arkansas State games are usually a good place to start. But looking at my last play, I'm going to be sticking with the Conference USA, looking at a matchup between North Texas and FIU. And I'm taking North Texas minus 9.5 at minus 115 if you like to bet online. A couple reasons why North Texas has won each of the last three games. FIU, 0-6 in conference play. Each game, they've lost by at least 12 points. They've played against nine FBS teams this season. 
They are 0-9, plus their current head coach, Butch Davis, is already out of a job, but he's still there, so I don't really know what what he's coaching for. And FIU will be missing its leading rusher, Devontae Price, who has 682 rushing yards and six rushing touchdowns. They also might be missing their third leading rusher, so they're missing their best offensive player. They're a terrible team, and North Texas has been playing well lately. I'll lay the nine and a half all day, every day, because FIU might be a bottom 10. They definitely are a bottom 10 FBS team in the country. I would agree. I would agree. And you got it at nine and a half, you said? Yep, nine and a half at minus 115. Very solid. All right, and I'm going to finish it off with the game we talked about earlier. And this is going to be the Notre Dame Fighting Irish minus the 17. I admit, I'm, I've been I've been slow to like this Notre Dame team. I didn't like what they did on offense. But uh, they've gotten better as the season's gone on, and the defense has been outstanding. So I will... Uh, uh, I will play the uh, I'll play the Fighting Irish lay the seventeen. Don't usually like to lay that many points as far as my big plays go, Scott. I've got stung a couple times with the big numbers. I, I that one as far as uh, I don't think it's a I don't think that number's big enough. Give me a Notre Dame minus seventeen. No, Bill Presbyterian's done for the year. It's a fucking scandal. It is scandal. It's over. The, the bl- dream is dead. The it's blue over. hose are done, buddy. I hope I hope you made it all the last nine weeks because come back next come back next season. Oh. Hard. Hell of a run. Hell that, of a run. That's a, that's on my bucket list for next year. I want to go see Presbyterian play a game. I would fly to see them play. And yeah. that's a hell of a time. Yep, absolutely. Fly. All right. So just to recap, I've got Florida minus nine against Mizzou. I've got the Arkansas State, Georgia State over 66 and a half. And I've got the Notre Dame fighting Catholics uh, minus the 17. And my three plays, I got Florida, Missouri over 69 at minus 108. I have Western Kentucky minus nine and a half at minus 115. And I have North Texas minus nine and a half at minus 115. There you go. T-Train says he's going to have a good weekend. He's going to spend the weekend making pies. Is that a euphemism for something, dude? Hey, hey, you want to make some pies this weekend? You know what I'm saying? I like pie. That's a big big surprise there. Big surprise at all. All right. So, hey, guys, thanks for hanging out with us, especially you guys that did double duty. We appreciate it, as always. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow doing the NFL show. But until then, from me, from Scott, from all of us, thanks for watching. Thanks for checking in in the comment section. We love all you guys. Have a great day. Good luck on all your plays. And uh, yeah, let's go cash some tickets tonight. Meet back here tomorrow. Talk all about it. We'll see you at 3 o'clock. Bye-bye.